Well, hello and welcome to the C3 Reflect podcast. My name is Sats. It's so great to have you with us. Maybe you're tuning in for the first time. A massive welcome to you. Maybe a friend has directed you over here. That's awesome. Or maybe you are a regular old school listener. We appreciate you being part of all that we're doing. And our prayer with all of this content is that it would be helpful. It would encourage you and ultimately would enable you to flourish as a human being. Isn't that God's vision for each and every one of us? And yet life is complex and uh, there's lots of nuance happening. And so in all of these messages, we're trying to dig into the thoughts of God that we can understand better how to flourish and how to succeed and fulfill our purpose in life. So let us know how we're doing. You can rate and you can review. And of course, please subscribe so that we can stay connected. Let's go to the message now. Well, hello, Sats here. I hope you're doing really well. Thanks for joining us for today's Sunday Short as part of our mindfulness series. And this is actually our last message in this series. So, uh, hey, please do share them with a friend. Check out the other messages. I pray they're going to be helpful uh, for you. And today we are talking about the antidote to anxiety, which is a pretty big claim, but it's a pretty big topic. And uh, of course, we're all talking about anxiety. The world, uh, society at large, is having this conversation about mental health. And one of those things that is a part of that is about anxiety. And I'd be just the first to say that uh, and acknowledge that perhaps in the church, we haven't always spoken uh, about this topic very well. Um, In fact, I feel like a lot of people have felt that clash of, hey, if I bring where I am struggling in my mind and in my thoughts and and in, in my life, to the forefront, isn't that a sign of like lack of faith or not following Jesus correctly or any of these sort of things? And so we found that often people have actually felt like uh, they, they can't actually share these things and, and talk through these things and work on these things in the context of community, which is obviously uh, not good. And so my prayer in this conversation is that we would season this whole thing with grace and kindness and understanding and just really acknowledging that life happens. You know, we're not always in control of everything that happens in our life. We can be minding our own business over here. We can be following Jesus over here. And yet it is possible to incur injury, uh, to experience pain, both in the body and in the mind. And so if you have experienced something in your life that has caused anxiety, or simply as a product of the environment that you're in, you're experiencing things in your mind that are not good, can I just encourage you and uh, just let you know that we have a God who loves you, who cares about you, who is not quick to judge. He's, He's very slow to judge. He's very kind and he's very gracious and he wants to walk with you in this journey called life. Uh, the church is not for people who are perfect, it's for people who are being perfected. That requires us to be, at least in some way, imperfect. And so uh, today, uh, let's talk about this topic of anxiety. So every single one of us are, are going to experience uh, what it means to be anxious. You know, we've all had moments where we have been anxious, uh, moments where we freaked out, moments where we panicked, moments where we're stressed, moments where there's pressure we can't handle. And, th- and that's the temporary state of anxiety. But I suppose what we're really talking about here today is, you know, how do we deal with anxiety when it's not just a temporary state? It's not just, um, you know, a, an instance, which is quite normal for human beings, but actually this is something that you begin to live with and it's something you have to try and cope with in the day and today. Well, if you uh, incur an injury, I don't know, maybe you do something and you've hurt your leg, think maybe it's broken, maybe it's sprained and you go to the doctor's 
and they take a look. The first thing that they are going to do is they're going to try and diagnose um, you know, what's wrong? What's the, 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 the situation here? And I think it's really important for us as we look at our lives and as we figure out what's going on in our minds that we actually take some time to diagnose what's taking place. And part of that is understanding what happened but, but most importantly, what are our next steps? How do we get this thing back on track? And uh, coming back to the physical injury, you know, there's two main ways you sustain an injury. One is like blunt force trauma. You know, if you jump off a wall or something, or I don't know, you can be, sometimes it's your own fault, but sometimes it's just life. You're walking along and a car comes out of nowhere uh, or a bike comes out of nowhere, more likely, and takes you out and there you've got an injury. Well, there are things that can take place in our mind that are traumatic uh, in our lives that are traumatic and uh, abuse and uh, all sorts of things, uh, environments that we're in, people do things. And we live in a broken world. We live in a world where uh, there is pain and there is trauma and those things can in an instant induce something uh, negative in our mind. One of those things can be um, anxiety. And the other way that we can experience an injury or experience anxiety is, is not just the single instance, but it's the accumulation of an ongoing environment. And let me just say this is that, um, you know, uh, both of those examples, um, sometimes um, it's actually our fault. <laughs> like we are in control of our lives and there are some things that we're in control of. But then there are also things that we're not in control of. And so my intention here today is not to project even one of those onto you, but simply that we are aware that there are some patterns and things that we could change that will actually prevent us from being uh, anxious and experiencing anxiety. And then there are other events that are outside of our control that may have brought something into our life. But what is important is that we take the time to actually correctly diagnose what's going on because otherwise we're going to be trying to apply a cure, apply an antidote to, to fix up the trajectory of our life without actually understanding the damage that is actually um, being done. So I want to read you a scripture now just to help us uh, bring this in. And Jesus says these words in Matthew 11, verse 28. He says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Okay, so for me, the antidote to anxiety is rest. And that might seem like a very uh, easy uh, kind of, I don't know, just quick fire sort of, here's the solution. But I want to I tap into how we experience rest um, a little bit. Jesus says, come to me. I'm going to give you rest. He says, I understand that you're heavy laden. That's what anxiety is. It's a weight that we are carrying around with us that we're not designed to carry. And so it creates pain and it creates suffering and it's, it's not good. Um, and, and so Jesus says this, he says, come to me, take my yoke upon you. That's his teachings. He says, I want you to create a, a pattern of life that is, um, you know, that, that is about following me. Take the way that I live life upon you. But then he also says this, he says, well, you find rest. But, but I love this invitation here to us all. So here's the thing I think is often missed in our Christian walk. We just say, come to Jesus and everything will be fixed. And it's kind of like half right and half not right. 
It's overly simplistic, and so normally what we say to people who are struggling in their mind, we just say, come to Jesus, come to the prayer meeting, pray more, um, everything will get fixed. And if you've been alive for more than like two seconds, you will know that it's not actually as simple as that. Um, prayer is powerful and God does heal in instances and we need faith to believe for that but we need faith to believe not just for the instances of healing but also for the journey of healing the process of healing and here's what I want to say is that rest is found through applying the teachings of Jesus in the context of community you see Jesus if you look at the model of Jesus and, and it's implied here when he says all of you who labor all who are heavy laden. You see, Jesus didn't just have one disciple. It wasn't just Jesus and Peter. It wasn't just Jesus and John. It was Jesus and Peter and John and the rest of the 12 in the context of community, they were learning and growing together. And so one of the things we're gonna find is that when we are isolated, when we are trying to tackle with the big issues like anxiety on our own, is that we're gonna get incredibly frustrated because it is only possible to truly experience rest in the context of community. And there are two ways that I think we need to do that. And the first one is godly professional help. Okay, this is really important to say. Um, you know, all truth is God's truth. All wisdom is God's wisdom. And a professional, whether that's a therapist, whether there's another category, uh, we're going to put that in, into, um, is just simply someone who knows a bit more about what they're talking about. <laughs> and so we're going to find, and I will say this, if people come to me and they have uh, problems or things that I actually don't know how to help them, I will encourage them to go talk to someone who is professionally trained. And I, I think it's important that that professional is a godly person, that they have an understanding of spiritual things. Um, because, you know, you do have a spiritual life and you do have a spirit and it's important for someone to understand that um, when they are at diagnosing what's going on in the deep places um, of your soul. Um, but therapy is a good thing. And th there are injuries that are, it's not just as simple as change a few habits, pray a bit more and it'll be fixed. When you have a broken leg, you can't just go about your daily life as you did before. You actually need some specialist treatment. You might need a cast. You probably need an x-ray. And uh, you know, you're gonna need to know how long to keep that thing on for. And you're gonna need to change the way you live your life for a certain amount of time. And, and those sort of things are incredibly important. Um, it, whether it's a break, whether it's a sprain, a fracture, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know there's different, different ways you can injure yourself. And the same is true with the issues of the mind. There are different ways that your mind can be affected and you need somebody who actually knows what's going on in the mind to sit down with you and work that through. And that's the first way that we actually are gonna be able to apply the teachings of Jesus in the context of community with godly professional health. So let me encourage you today. I know sometimes there is a stigma around therapy and things like that. Let me just encourage you. Hey, there's no stigma about getting well. Uh, what, what do you care more about? Um, you know, the fact that you're gonna have to open up your life to somebody and humble yourself or about getting well and moving forward on a trajectory. Let me encourage you, you know, God created truth. God created wisdom. God created science. God created medicine. And so we as Christian believers, I, we don't need to separate those two worlds at all. It's actually the opposite. We'll find that many scientific breakthroughs uh, have, have flowed from the hands of Christians who have understood the, God, the way God has made the world and from that have, have 
created scientific discoveries and medicine. And, and, and so uh, we need to understand that godly professional help can sometimes, not always, be an incredibly helpful and important thing. The second way that we need to uh, apply the teachings of Jesus in the context of community is through local, the local body of believers. I'm talking about friendship. I'm talking about fellowship. I'm talking about you know people you can call up every day <laughs> and say, hey, can you pray with me today? You know, I'm talking about creating an environment of your life where you can uh, uh, nurture your mind and cause yourself to become strong. Because every person with a broken leg eventually has to walk on the leg. And so that is the goal. The goal is that you will get back to being in control of your life. And so there are deep things in our mind that we need professional help for. And then there is the everyday part of life that we still need to deal with and we still need to get through. Rest is found through applying the teachings of Jesus in the context of community. And we're going to find that when we humble ourselves before God, that's what community does to us. It requires us to humble ourselves. We're going to find that healing will flow. And there's one more scripture I want to share with you in Romans 8, uh, verse 11. It says, If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. You know, the way I read that is, is it sounds like the Holy Spirit is life is going to flow into you from his spirit into yours, from him into you. There is a flow. There is a movement. There is a process. There is a journey of healing. And here's what I want to say is that we need faith to believe for the instant, but we also need faith to believe for the journey. Some things in your life will be instant. Some things in your life will be the process of healing. And my prayer is that we'll create a community and a church and just a, a narrative and a conversation where we can actually talk about the things that are going on in our mind without feeling like, hey, I've failed. And um, just understand and know that we can actually believe together and walk together and allow the, the, the healing of God through the Holy Spirit in the context of community to come and bring rest into our souls. Hey, let me pray for you just as we finish this Sunday short. God, I pray for every single person who's watching, listening, tuning in right now. And my prayer, God, is that you would um, help them see what their next step is. Help them to get a healthy awareness of what is going on in their mind. And I pray let healing flow. We believe in your goodness and we believe that your desire and your heart is to heal and help every person to walk in the fullness of health. We pray in the name of Jesus. Thanks for joining us today. Catch you guys soon. Thanks for listening today. I hope this has been helpful and encouraging. I'm also wondering if there's someone in your world who might benefit from hearing this message, then please do share it with them. Help us get the word out there. And of course, you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and so on. Just look for C3 Reflect. For anything else, go to our website, c3reflect.church. Do hit subscribe, rate and review. Thanks so much. We appreciate you guys. Have a great day.